Welcome to AGR Weekly, episode three. Uh, we got Elvin here with me, Alex. We're going to talk video games as per usual. Yes. Um, have you been playing a lot? I know you played at least one game. Yes. Uh, um, in terms of time. Yeah, I've been playing the, the one game. Uh, can I, should I mention it? No. <laughs> we'll get into it. We'll get into it. Okay, okay, okay. So we'll mention I did put over 10 hours into it uh, using my, um, uh, my Steam... Uh, Steam Deck that I had just recently bought, so it's it's been interesting. I absolutely love this uh, portable console. I know some people complain it's a little big, and I get it; it's a little chunky and wide. But I mean, I get to play A list titles anywhere I want. Like it's 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 crazy. Like this is what I dreamed of as a kid to play whatever games I want anywhere at any time. I just want Mario 64 in my pocket. You have Mario 64 in your pocket. <laughs> I, I, I can't now. <laughs> um, with, with your Steam Deck, because when you buy things off Steam, you, you get points and you can buy like, mm-hmm. hey, here's a cool profile thing. But you can also get like different keyboard colors for your Steam Deck with those oh, points. Okay. So you should look into that under the point okay. shop. Keyboard. I don't know if I'm going to be doing too much keyboarding. But, but it's yeah. just aesthetic. It's a little knickknacks. Yeah, I get it. Yeah, but uh, did you buy anything? There was some sale going on, right? How I bought five, six games. Do you want to mention them? Uh, first, I want to do my weekly shout out. Mm, okay, go ahead. <clears throat> no more room in hell two. I've been waiting six years for this. <laughs> Holy um, those that's when they announced it. They're like, "Hey, we're making this," but it, it's a passion project. They only do it on like on the weekends, and I'm like, "Take as much time as you want." charge me as much as you want because <laughs> the first game was free and i played so much of it i still do what, what is it about um all you do is just survive the zombie apocalypse mm-hmm. and there's two game modes there's survival where hey there's like x number of zombies coming into your base don't let them in and last until you get to a certain point and then you can leave and then there's objective where you just have to go from a to b without dying and you play up to eight you play with up to eight players um, I really love it. They're still bringing all that content back for the second game. New game engine. They're going to charge us. I don't have a problem with it. It's supposed to come out on Halloween. Mm. And I'm, I looked at the Steam store. I'm like, hey, how come the date's not there anymore? It just says coming soon. And I go on their Twitter and it's like, hey, we got some we got some bad news. We got some good news. It's not coming out on Halloween. Bad news. No. Good news. They got like an angel investor. So it okay. says here, our entire team can go full time on this game. Like, this was just a hobby for them. Wow. It's like some dude is just dropping some coin. So, hey, I'll wait. Don't worry, guys. I'm still here for you. So this could, could go f- go from um, a hobby game to a full-fledged developed game. Yeah, because, well, six years, I guess. Yeah, they work on it when they can, and they'll just charge us for it, and that's where they make their money. Fine. But if you have someone saying, like, hey, we'll pay you guys just to work on it. Yeah. That means yeah. that this game must be really good. Uh, it's not the best, but I well, I mean, a lot of people, <laughs> a lot of rich people, don't want to go put money into something they don't believe in, right? That's so, because so, they don't become rich. Uh, a lot of people don't become rich overnight because of someone passing away or inheritance. There is people that get that, but the vast majority of people that become wealthy are through shrewd, you know, investments. Right. So they said here it says PS, don't worry, it's not crypto or NFTs. <laughs> yeah. 
Um, so I sent I sent this post to my friend who I met on that game back in like twenty twelve. Mm-hmm. So ten years now I've known that guy from this game. And I sent him the message just now, and he got back to me. He's like, honestly, I've never been mad about meaningful delays. I'm glad the game's getting the love it should. Because mm-hmm. that game means a lot for us, because that, that's how we met. Yeah, that's awesome. Um, So put that on your wishlist, guys, on Steam. Follow them on Twitter. It's sick. I can't All right, wait. cool. Um, but yeah, I bought a lot of stuff this week. So let me check here. I picked up from Steam. Oh my gosh. I picked up Dying Light 2, another zombie game, but it's a lot of parkour running. I like that aspect the most, mm-hmm. just running on rooftops and stuff. Uh, Transient, which is another horror game, typical me. Oh yeah, you're gosh. into it hard. Uh, I'm into it. Because, well, it's not scary, but I like the theme. I'm the direct opposite of what direct you do. Direct opposite. <laughs> I'm, playing, I'm playing Tiger PGA. Yeah. I got Forza. <laughs> what are you playing? Oh, you know, Hell Sign. <laughs> Zombie Apocalypse 10. <laughs> well, I'm just getting uh, all sorts of shit. But I did something today that was really cool. There's an event here in town called the Empty Chest. It was a, It's a 10-day event, 21st to 31st. And we went, you we go for two hours. And it's just real-life RPG game. Hmm. Like a whole fantasy theme. It's like, hey, come into our tavern. Oh, you want to solve get rid of the curse in the town wait to join the heroes guild join the heroes guild you got to pay your 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 fees to join them well if you need money you can go do tasks for villagers we go around and solve puzzles and collect items and get coins it was so much fun how come you didn't mention this to any of us because i only just did it i, I didn't even think i was it. gonna go i would have loved to do that oh it's so Oh, they do it every year? Um, yeah, this is their fourth year doing it. They used to do it in Abbotsford, they said. Hmm. Um, but this time it's in Burnaby. They have another one coming up in December. And they want to do another one in the summer. Oh, we should do it. Take the team there. It That'd was fun. really good. It was incredibly fun. I actually, I, I still have one of the coins. Because <laughs> <laughs> you only need five coins to complete the task. But we got nine of them because we just kept doing all these tasks. And you don't have to worry about think, thinking like, oh, I've I finished all the quests and I still have like half an hour left. No, they told me there's we have 50 quests to do. I had time to do nine in two hours. And I, even then I didn't finish them. Wow. So I was out of time. There's mysteries so to solve. They only give you a certain amount of time or you can be there all day. You're there for a certain amount of time. You pay for the two hours or whatever. How much? What, what, if you don't mind me asking, what did it cost? I think it was like 60 a person or something. So you, 60, you get two hours only. Yeah, but it was damn worth it. Okay. I wonder if there's oh. a day all day pass. No, but you could be a sponsor. If they give me an all day pass, I'll be a sponsor. <laughs> it's so <laughs> much fun. Well, they, we should be... bring it up to our team meeting. Well, it's going to end on, on Monday. So you have to wait until next year. Yeah. Um, but I calculated it. It's like, okay, it's a 10 day event. There's 50 quests. If I go and do. <laughs> Well, if you're joining us for the first time, welcome to our AGR podcast that we do once a week. Uh, yeah, welcome, you know, to our layer of video game basement. knowledge. Basement. I guess, I guess we're both in basements. Yeah, basements. 
But anyways, if you love games, come watch us, support us. We would love to see this channel grow. We have, you know, as the channel grows, we want to do amazing things and do giveaways, go to places, you know, or whether it be in our in our good, beautiful country, Canada or abroad. You know, if you want me to come down, Alex, to come down uh, to some video game conventions that you think are amazing, let us know in our social media at ANR Universe on Twitter. Uh, it is this is a sister station or ch- station channel so to station. our <laughs> to our other channel ANR, and uh, over there we do pop culture stuff and talk about our collectibles. But here we talk about video games, board games, anything to do with gaming. Uh, we talk about it all here. We thought to make another channel because the gaming world is so big and it deserves its own, you know, sort of channel. So that's why we decided to branch out. So support us, subscribe to our channel. If you come across our channel, we appreciate you guys and every one of you that, you know, subscribes to our channel and let us know what kind of games or things that we should showcase that you think are not getting the love some, from some of the big channels or the big websites you know because all of those people they like to talk about the sexy big games we like to talk about any game whether it be a one person developer or a hundred person developer team we want to show love to everybody across the board uh we we did actually do something like that uh we went to pax and we have a bunch of videos from that you could check that out on our library of videos that we have already done but uh yeah just wanted to welcome anybody who's coming on to watch us for the first time where do we should we begin today? What what game news should we talk about? Uh, well, that was my game news. My game got delayed. So. Okay, <laughs> well, there you go. That sucked for me a lot. I was so looking. But forward you're to optimistic, this. though, aren't you? Not. Hey, I'm fine. Like I'll get over it. I guess. I don't know. <laughs> All right, I'm going to talk about um, Callisto. I hope I'm saying this right. Callisto Protocol. Callisto Protocol. From what I understand, this is like very dead space inspired so if did you ever see yeah. the movie event horizon mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah same thing yeah those spooky spaceship we're all gonna die yeah which is so, fine it's a great theme a video games chronicle.com i just pulled up a site uh the news is pretty much the same ever across the board but it's been canceled in japan after developers decide so the developers were given an opportunity to fix the game to meet the Japanese standard, right, which is the CRO uh, ratings division mm-hmm. in Japan, but they decided against it, which is weird. I, I found that really weird that they decide against it and have determined that they're going to cancel the game uh, because uh, that the game cannot pass the CR ratings in its current state. So d- they just decided to cancel it. I I, I don't know. Like uh, the, the, the game's not canceled. They're just not going to sell it in Japan. Well, it, yeah, I'm talking about Japan, right? In general, yeah, I'm not talking about worldwide. I'm saying, oh. like, people are in Japan who are looking forward to this game. I wonder if, um, if it's uh, what's the word of it? Like a sensibility thing. So, out out here in North America, we allow more violence than sex on our television programs mm-hmm. we're out in europe it's the other way around where they're from my understanding they were more averse to like hey we're not so much hot about the violence oh nudity whatever so i'm wondering if japan has the type of sensibility it's like hey we're not into certain amounts of violence in our stuff that being said they have some crazy movies over there um 
but those crazy movies have censorship that you have to be an adult to only buy that. So why not just do it with this game? Like I know they sell games that are a lot more intense. Well, that's, than this. that's maybe the not thing. maybe not violence wise. Well, that's but... what I'm. Well, that's why I brought it up is because I don't understand why they would just scrap it all together in Japan. That's what puzzled me the most. Is I'm like, okay, since you got censored, maybe just sell it at a rating where adults can only buy it. So then you meet the the requirements. At least sell some of it in Japan. But it's one of those things where it's like, hey, this movie's been banned in 20 countries. No, it says there's no article or anything saying that other countries have banned this. What I found really interesting is here's some of the other games that the CERO has banned. So he banned The Last of Us, Cyberpunk, Uncharted, Witcher, and GTA 5. I this is the first time I've been hearing about this. Those are some heavy hitters. I wonder why like I can I can see if this game got stopped at the border. I could see Last of Us, Cyberpunk, GTA. What's your I don't know, I didn't play it. Uncharted is the one that stands out for me. Like, is that an <laughs> yeah, adventure game? Why <laughs> what happens in that game that it's like I, so I played this game? Um there's a lot of violence, but nothing over the top. Like you don't see him, Nathan Drake, ripping somebody apart from chest to chest, right? Like, you know, taking their jaw and snapping into two. You don't see anything like that. You so, see people gunned down. You see people getting punched in the face and stuff. But I played the game a while back. I don't remember anything crazy happens. The ending was a trip. I didn't see the ending the way it turned out. I was like, whoa, I didn't sign up for this. Uh, but it wasn't too bad. I finished the game. I had a good time with that game. It was a, more of an adventure puzzle solving game than anything else. I wonder if they also didn't allow Doom into Japan. Uh, Resident Evil, which I get it. Okay. Well, fine. no, Resident Evil they made. No, that I know. I was just saying, like, I get why they would want to ban that, but they didn't ban it. No, because so they I'm made just like, that game. But. But they said that, needless to say, censorship also affected homemade games. Oh, so there's a different version. Yeah, so it was made in Japan, Resident Evil, and they still censored it. So it's not just biased on... on, What the article is basically saying is also is like, hey, they're not being biased to North American-made games. They actually censored Resident Evil. Yeah, they're they're torching their own flagship franchise. So I get why they would ban that game, but I also don't understand why they would ban that game because at the end of the day, all of these games are fictional and you, you can rate them. Like if, if violence is such a huge issue in Japan and I'm not here to go criticize their decisions, rate them to the point where if you allow anime, like anime has various levels. You watch a lot of anime. There's violence in anime hardcore. There's a guy right now walking around in anime who has a chainsaw as a head. Okay, so what's funny about that one, that's in Weekly Shonen Jump, so it comes out every week, but it's also their target demographic is boys, not like older teens, but younger kids. So yeah. I, 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 I like so when I was reading that series, Chainsaw Man, I was like, I'm surprised they put this in here. I, w- I would skew this for an older demographic. What what whatever the graphic demographics is, the fact that they allow that to be okay with for anyone to pick up, like, can a fifteen year old pick that up in Japan? 
Yeah, it's, it's the hottest thing out there. Well, at least here it is. Then this defeats the purpose. Then I, who knows? It doesn't make any sense. Like maybe this this CERO only has the rights to ban games and not literature. I get it, but it doesn't make any sense at all in their logic. They set out the rules. The CERO they set out the rules of what they are thinking are acceptable. But if, okay, so are are the ESRB in North America? Yeah, that actually has like zero government oversight. In fact, developers don't even have to send their games to them. It's voluntary. Yeah. Well, um, a lot of them send that and have that seal on there so that they can appease the parents. Yeah. Right. Because the parents can at least say, okay, yeah, you did put the label on there, and we decide to make, buy that for our kids. So now we are responsible. And I think that's more of like a not a lawsuit, but more of a uh, protecting their their interest and protecting um, themselves in front of the eyes of this, you know, society. Right? Like, hey, we didn't have to do this, but we went and got the you know the rating done voluntarily, just so that you know that we actually do care about everyone that comes and buys our games. Yeah. Right. So I get in North America. I guess that's the reason. But here, like CERO, I don't understand. Like literature in Japan changes; it varies, and it's it could go from very mild to like, like something like Dragon Ball or Hello Kitty to all of a sudden to like you know. Well, you say that, but, but there, there there is nudity in Dragon Ball, but not to this level. I've seen other other. I, I guess it's not like change. hypersexual nudity, but none yeah, there there is hypersexual nudity well, well, in I, Japan. Well, no, I mean in Dragon Ball specific, but I guess. In that case, they're doing it for a laugh as more as as more than a sexualization. Well, what I'm saying is they do have <laughs> levels of sexualization in other literatures. Yes. And that's okay. So and Japanese culture embraces this. They embrace all levels, right? It's their culture. They don't care. It's anime. They don't they don't go, oh, this is life. Like it's different there. Anime is accepted in all levels, <laughs> right? If you're an adult, then you, you can read anime for adults, which is totally acceptable in the society. Here, not so much. Here, yeah. it's a little different. What At the end of the day, what I'm trying to say is like this doesn't make any sense to me in the list of games that they've banned and why they banned this game. I don't think they should have banned this game. I think they should just give it an adult rating and have adults only buy this game, like whatever, it's 21 and over over there. I don't know uh, what the age uh, level is for uh, Japan, but I don't know. And then the other thing is like how the developers just decide to scrap it all together. Like, all right, screw it, Japan. You don't get it. Yeah, well, it's extra work to make a censored version, right? But they've other companies have done that in the past. That's true, but maybe these people just they didn't have the budget or they just didn't care enough to put the work in. But think about all the people that now have lost money invested in this. Right? Maybe the sales outside of Japan is going to cover that. Who knows? But even then, people would just get it off Steam or something in Japan. I'm sure you could still get it digitally. You just can't buy it physically or something. You can even get Amazon to ship it from US to, to Japan. Um, but you're going to also have to have a jailbroken or uh, do they still re- do that? Is free? Is this still a region lock? Yeah, I, th- I think they still have region locking. Oh wow, I didn't know that. I thought that was like done ten years no. ago. Region locking is so stupid. I don't know why. Do, do you do, you do agree or disagree with that? I, I don't. 
unless I can hear a good argument for it, I don't know why. Honestly, I just think that's the stupidest thing ever. I'm like, why can I not play Australian Australian rules football or rugby? You know, let me play that, but I can only play in Australia. Like, come on, what are you doing here? I remember this happened to me way back early 2000, I want to say, or 1990, late 90s. Is there was a game called, and it's still around, it's very popular, Football Manager. Oh, we, and, yeah, they still sell that on Steam a lot. Yeah, so. I remember for a while, it was only available in Europe. You could not play it in North America. And it drove me nuts because I saw other people playing it and talking about it uh, that I knew from friends from Europe. And I was like, oh, it's so cool and everything. And they're like, yeah, we play it all the time. And I'm like, I can't even play this game. Like, what the hell? And it took years for, you know, Sony to let allow people to play that game here. Um, yeah, I just think region lock is one of the dumbest things in the world. It's I I don't know why they do that. Maybe because they want people to buy at the price point in that region. Maybe. I mean, it might games might be cheaper in North America versus Europe. Then you got to pay for shipping. Yeah, but I'm just so saying, like, at the in end general, of the day, are you are you saving money? Who knows? Well, unless you're a, a store owner, you go buy a bulk. Maybe. There could Who be knows? A- who knows? Um, and if you do know, let us know why region lock's still there. I don't agree with it. Neither does Alex. But you can let us know by hitting us up on our social media platforms. Hmm. All right. Uh, where do we want to go? Let's go into our games then. Yeah. What did you play this week? What's your big game? Oh, my big game. It is a one of the most anticipated games of fall. It was Gotham Knights. It's, if you don't know what it is, it's basically it's sort of on the same level as uh, Arkham Asylum games that we saw from Rocksteady. Um, this time around, newsflash, it's it's in the trailer, so don't say that. I'm trying to spoil it for you. Batman is dead. Bro. Batman doesn't... Uh... Who did it? <laughs> yeah, Batman, who did it? It's a mystery novel with cards. <laughs> um. So he's dead. He's no longer able to protect Gotham. But in the years that he's around, he's been training his protégés. He has Nightwing. He has Red Hood. He has Batgirl. And he has Robin. So he has the four um, understudies that he's been training. And they all have various skill sets. What they can bring to the table. And so they are now left behind to protect Gotham and already Gotham's in turmoil because once Batman, you know, died, word got out and everyone's like, all right, you know, it's time to go pate in Gotham. Mm -hmm. And now the four of them have to work to take care of Gotham and also find out how he died. Batman died and what led to him being, you know, getting attacked and getting killed. So, it's the game is first of all people are upset all over the world right now because of 30 frames per second on and i get only it. though yeah so i was gonna say i get it for those console lovers um i got it on the steam deck and um the steam deck is not the most powerful video card out there um it i did have struggles at time there was some sorry about that yeah there thank you i there was times where it slowed on me and it was a little sluggish. Um, 
the graphics at times was dropping, especially when you get on the bike and you're traversing around the city and you're going really fast. Things don't look polished. And it's not the game. It's the video card trying to keep up, right? It's it's a system trying to keep up and process those images fast enough for you so that it looks smooth and it struggled to do that. So I haven't tried it on a higher video card. I do have a 3080 Ti that I'm going to put together with the new PC that I'm going to put together. Um, and then I'm going to test the game on there, but that's not at least a month away from now. And to see if that is a game issue because of 30 frames per second, or is that uh, a PC uh, capability issue, right? So we'll see. When I do play the game for the most part, um, it is fine. There's it's It's not bad. It doesn't feel like a new gen game because of the frame rate, but I, I, I thought it was not bad. It, it wasn't, it wasn't something that really hindered your gameplay. It was here and there kind of things. Of the ten plus hours that I played, I would say maybe five minutes of the ten hours I felt there were some issues altogether. So it's very minor, very very minor, a percent of my experience. I've, I said that. And the only reason I bring it up is because I don't want anybody else out there saying, hey, I, I had issues and you are saying you never had issues. There's issues. I'm not saying the game is perfect. It's far from that. Uh, in terms of gameplay, very easy. They do a lot, do a great job of tutorials to teach you how to fight, how to traverse around using various methods, bike or grappling gun. And so for me, it was not that hard, and it, it felt like a Rocksteady game. I was very used to the, the style, and I just picked up and started playing right away. Uh, attacking enemies and fighting enemies was fun. It was awesome, especially when you can do an aerial assault from the top of a rooftop and come right down on an enemy. It was fun. Uh, so, yeah, it, it was cool. They added the ability to upgrade suits, uh, and it wasn't just like a skin. Like, you know how you're Fortnite, you just get a skin. These suits... They actually improve your attributes, right? So there's levels you can level up with your suit, da- take less damage, uh, be able to hit enemies. So there's different things like that. You have we- weapons you can upgrade or get, uh, gadgets. And then you also have uh, actual skills in terms of how you fight. You can add to as you get old, more progressing. The more points, experience points you acquire, the more advanced you can get as a fighter uh, overall. So that it's sort of an RPG style built in, right? Uh, of how you can develop your character. And you have the option to play any of the four characters. You just need to go into what they call their uh, the tower, where basically all four of them get together. That's the, their bad cave, right? And you can go there and you can change up, swap up out of characters. And each character is unique. You know, Red Hood has guns. So long-range shots, you know, that's going to help you. So you can actually pick apart enemies from far away. Close-range, you, you, he can still battle, but is not as polished as, say, someone like Nightwing, who is an expert at close-range combat. Batgirl as well. She's very you know swift and fast because she's light on her feet. Uh, so there's different techniques for each fighter, and that's unique, and I like that. Um, you can play co-op. You can get somebody to jump in with you and play. I haven't had anyone do that yet, so I don't know if it's available uh, for you to play in your campaign or do you have to start a brand new campaign together? I don't know that part. I'm I'm probably going to get someone to play with me and see how that goes. 
overall, I, I think so far my experience with this game is it's not bad. It's it's not the best of all the Batman games that have come out. Uh, I think this one falls a little short from the Rocksteady games. Uh, but I would wait for a sale uh, uh, before buying this game. Unless you're a huge fan of the Batman lore, which I am. You can tell behind me. Uh, I've got a ton of Batman figures and all other characters. But I love this world. I love the universe of Batman. So I definitely thought my price was you know, worth it paying for the full price. But if you're a gamer and you're wondering... If you're on the fence, I would wait until the price dropped a little bit and then pick this game up. But I keep seeing a lot of memes about like, I don't think Disgrayson follows the no kill rule, and you'll see him on the rooftop of somebody and just throws throw him right off. <laughs> it's like, or it's like I don't think Jason follows the no kill, and he shoots a guy in the face. So like, what what is this game? <laughs> they didn't really have the comic book in mind. No, but it's still it, it's still a funny joke just for the fans yeah i mean fans are gonna make these things with modding and editing someone will find a way to make batman kill right they'll, they'll find a way <laughs> so but i most of the time when i'm fighting he subdues the characters he doesn't kill them he yeah. knocks them out or you know choke them. there's there's actual moves where you could choke them out silent kills right because you need to do sometimes because you're stealthy around, let's say, a warehouse or something. you got to be stealthy so the other guys with guns don't blow your head off. Yeah. Because one thing about this game is if you go and just go, go guns a-blazing into a situation and you're not up uh, upgraded into a higher suit and abilities, you're going to get killed real fast. They'll pop your head off real fast. So, And the game gets harder and harder, right? So, yeah, it, it's you can't just do that. You have to have some sort of a plan going in to these situations, which is great. You don't want to be make it too easy to just go finish the game, right? Yeah. yeah so, uh, um, out of ten, uh, do you want me to give a square? Go for it. I'm gonna give this game a seven and a half. Okay. I, I think it's a. I, I've seen other people drop it down to a five or a six. I don't think it's that bad of a game, but it's not that great of a game either. So I, I would say seven and a half. It's it's a decent game. It's fun for me. Hmm. Yeah. What did you cool. play this week? I played like three games. Oh boy, <laughs> that's a surprise. You you only want to tell me what game it was. Um. Okay. Well, as per normal, I'm still playing Hunt Showdown as always. I was playing just before this call. Um. I played. I went back to Final Fantasy 14 a little bit. Um. Because we have a seasonal Halloween event, and I got to get my seasonal items. <laughs> um. But I didn't actually like go and like do quests where you fight guys. I just logged in. I'm like, I'm gonna do some crafting, and I'll just like weave like bracelets and stuff. <laughs> it's so much. That's fun. what you find entertaining: weaving baskets. Oh, it's so good. I'm making clothes. What's happened to the generation? I got, before I got pants made. I got all sorts of dyes for the pants. Bro, <laughs> I got a sick fit. What happened to all the men after me? You're just jealous <laughs> I'm making my own Nikes. Oh my god. Okay. Um, we went from shooting guns, beating up enemies, to, to making, making embroidery. Yeah. Uh, that's what the gaming world has become. It's so huh? much fun. How bad it is. But then I went back and I was playing uh, Sleeping Dogs, which I've been mm, playing quite okay. some time. You have my attention now. 
so that used to be one of my favorite games of all time when it first came out. I think that might have been the first game I ever paid full retail price for. Um, I went back and I was playing it, and I'm like, okay, this is ten year old game. <laughs> These cutscenes aren't holding up. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's ten years old, and some well, don't age well. <laughs> it, it, it's not like it's bad, but it's like. I know, like, after playing Last of Us for the first time, it's like, and that came out, what, 2013 or something around there? Mm-hmm. It's like, I there's only a two-year yeah. two difference between those two games, and one has a lot more of a stronger emotional tone in their cut scenes and everything like that. That being said, um, with Last of Us, the gameplay is just a vehicle to get to the next cutscene because you want those cutscenes. So the best part of that game where sleeping dogs is supposed to be Hong Kong action cop movie. Mm-hmm. So the two different tones. So, okay, fair, uh, but it's still a lot of fun. Um, I'm still able to beat up all the bad guys. Cause I know all their moves. Now I'm jumping from car to car. I don't, I'm really liking it. Uh, I was surprised to find out. I was looking up. I was like, okay, who who made this game? Local company. I already knew that. Well, who's the lead designer? Okay, I got his name. What's he working on now? Oh, he has a game coming out in like two days. What was the game? So, uh, the Chant. I, all I know is some sort of supernatural ghost hmm. thing. I don't know. Interesting. But a lot of people are talking about it. I'm just talking about Sleeping Dogs. That's all that matters to me. <laughs> is this something that let the... You know, let the sleeping dog sleep, or is so that something? Let, that... let let sleeping dogs lie. Is that those? Okay, that's the saying. There you go. Do you think it's worth awakening up to go people to play this game, or let us let it lie? No, you definitely got to play it because it's. I don't know. You're it's telling just... us it didn't it didn't age well. Because it, well, it, like when you have nostalgia goggles on, and you're like, oh yeah, that was so cool. And you go back, and it's like, okay, it was way cooler in my head. But it's still a lot of fun. So if you're a fan of um, the Internal Affairs trilogy, if you've ever seen Mm -hmm. The Departed with uh, DiCaprio and Jack Nicholson, that was just an American remake of one of those three movies. I love that movie. The new new Love Internal Affairs. There's three of them. Okay. You have two more movies to watch. There you go. (laughs) As if I don't have enough things in my life to do. But if you're into that type of stuff, you'll like this game because it's just a lot of fun. It's like, damn it, you're a cop. You have to play by the rules. I can't play by the rules. They're criminals. Uh, it's just cool. It's it's cheesy. It's a lot of fun. You can do karate. You don't get a gun. If you get a gun, then you're too strong for like a minute and then it's out. Have you played anything ga- recently? A new game like I have? Um, No. Are you planning on doing anything recent? Oh, today, the new expansion, or I guess the new DLC for Resident Evil Village came out, so I'm probably going to play that tomorrow, maybe? Maybe we could talk about it next week? Yeah. Because it, 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 there was a lot of questions I had at the end of that game. Mm-hmm. Um, Big spoiler alert for anyone. Um, Was this supposed to block the spoiler <laughs> But this is so you know. Yeah, don't look. Don't listen. Don't look. Cover your ears. Don't read my lips. Um, <laughs> at the end of the game, a village, 
the the protagonist he dies and but his his daughter lives on who who's just born mm-hmm. and it cuts to like hey 20 years later she's visiting the grave of the protagonist and she's being called away by like men in black it's like you have to go do the thing and i'm thinking like well how is this going to tie in because i remember someone that is a representative of capcom saying that they see these games as trilogies Mm. so resident evil one two and three they all have that fixed camera angle so that'd be the first trilogy four five and six were very action oriented so it's the second trilogy this one is uh first person with our protagonist ethan winters so we have resident evil seven village eight nine which is not announced yet but i i, I knew that going in it's like hey, this is the new trilogy are we going to play as the daughter in the third in the third game how are we going to do that? Are we going to jump ahead in time now? Are we going to get new shit? But I guess we're just going to contain her to this expansion, which is fine because now my questions are being answered. So I'm looking forward to that. I don't know how you or anybody else out there can play these games. It's super popular and I get it. Like it, it is like people go nuts over these games. I have played like people. I want to do a little quick backstory on this. I have played scary games, Silent Hill, Resident Evil. I've played these games, and I don't want to play them ever again because I don't like the shock and the you know the scare. A lot of people love. They like that jump scare, right? They love that. I'm not all about that. I cannot stand it. I don't even want to hear the creepy noises, the door creaking open. I hate all of that. So, yeah, I don't know how you guys do this. It's it's crazy. I, I think for these particular ones, I'm not scared because I have a weapon to defend myself. Man, you could give me a nuke and I still won't play this game. <laughs> you can have me coming in there with a SWAT team. Nope, I'm good. <laughs> I've seen the bad dudes and they can handle nukes. <laughs> yeah. But I think if I can defend myself in a horror game, to me, that's a really good game. What if you just got a flashlight? How do you how do you play that game? Uh, you just shine it on the ghost, and you can't see them anymore. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Yeah, it's it's nuts. I, and kudos to you and everybody else out there. That's definitely not something I could do. I just, I just can't. <laughs> So you'll never see, you know, at the end of our show, we always talk about two games that we love playing. Next never. week, next week, you're gonna have nope. a horror game on that nope. list. No, nope. so I'm gonna, I'm gonna make, I'm gonna make a list and be like, this is the one for you, Elvin. You're gonna play. Nope, like, I don't. Oh, wow, think that so. was actually a lot of fun. I will hand in my resignation. I have a quitting. <laughs> you're gonna love it. I, I am done. See you later. Back to A&R I go. <laughs> I, I, I did get some goodies though for. Oh. So this coming week, I'll be doing a lot of Modern Warfare play. So I, I had to get my camo controller. Oh I don't, don't actually play. like the other players don't actually see you at home. You don't need camouflage at home. Yeah, I know that. <laughs> I still want. The, I'll, I'll tell them about it, though. <laughs> as I'm kicking the, as I'm hey, kicking hey guys, ass. by the way, I got this new controller. <laughs> Boom, you're dead. It's just everyone you meet, you're just going to say it to them. I got the new camo PS5 controller. I think I own every single controller PS5 has made. 
every we single have, one so far. We have two here. We have like this pinkish one, reddish yeah. one. Yeah, I have that and one. And then we have classic white. Yeah, so I've got that. I got the black. Um, I've got the purple right here. And I have cool. the baby blue, I think, somewhere. Um, yeah, I don't know. I, I think I have all of them. The, well, the one I would really like to get, I don't know if they made it yet, an orange. I don't think I've seen one. I thought they were going to bring one out during the because of the Halloween season. I thought they're going to bring an orange one out, but they didn't. So, and I also want a silver and gold one. So last gen, the PS4, I was able to get a silver and gold one. They're still sealed. I haven't even opened them up. Are they compatible with PS5? Because it's just Bluetooth. No, no, I don't think so. I've never tried, but I don't think it is. Hmm. That's a good question, actually. Because yeah, it's just Bluetooth. Why wouldn't it connect? Yeah, you're right. Maybe it does. I'm sure there's people out there, millions of people that have already done it and said, yes, they do, you fool. Uh, let us know. <laughs> Send us in, on Twitter. Like, yes, they do. But, uh, yeah, I, I got this. And then I also got... So, I I didn't want the controller to feel lonely. <laughs> oh, my gosh. So... I also wanted to dress my PS5 as well. Oh my, I didn't know you got that. (laughs) (laughs) What's wrong with you? So I dressed it, I'm going to dress it up into camo. So I'm going to be full on Call of Duty. And then I, um, and then I'm like, okay, you know, I have the PS5 headphone. You you actually use the black one. I have the white one here somewhere, but it just didn't feel right. I wanted to get the latest and greatest one. So I got, the best they said for Sony compatible PS5 headphone. It just came out. You don't need that, <laughs> bro. It is wireless. It's for PC um, and uh, PlayStation. It's got a 2.4 gigahertz noise canceling Bluetooth. Uh, 32 hours battery life for each time. Oh, God. I'm pretty it has sh- softer build. You could change the balance and equalizing of the sounds. Uh, boom microphone with high quality sound to enable clear voice chat. Um, acoustic structure to archives rich spatial expression. I don't know yeah, what the that hell makes that means. sense. Yep, I have no idea. Uh, head cushion and earbuds suitable for long. So this is my challenge. Okay, so I have I think like ten different headphones. From different companies, Sennheiser, Logitech, uh, Corsair, uh, Baron Dynamic, uh, Audio Technica, Sony, you name it. I've got a bunch of headphones. The biggest issue I have headphones. These are, by the way, my favorite headphones. I actually went and looked for these and I got them. They're Baron Dynamics. They're suede inserts right here. They're suede. They're not leather. Mm. I hate leather uh, in terms of putting it against my ear because it gets hot really fast for me. So suede, this is my second pair. The other one I have, you saw it at the, in the editing room. I had those for about 10 years, and they started faulting on me finally. So I just bought these this, this year. They're the best. So I'm going to test this out because this has, um, I believe, suede. Uh, so I'm going to check it out. I, I'm not sure. If it's leather, I'm going to be really disappointed. It looks leather, actually. Never mind. You gift up. Um, I don't know because this picture doesn't tell me the back picture doesn't tell me either. Mm. So um, I didn't, and then I didn't check any uh, reviews or anything on this. I'm like, 
just give me the biggest, most expensive thing at Best Buy. They're like, it's four hundred dollars. I'm like, I don't care. I, I want. Should have bought another PlayStation. And yeah, if there was any at the store. <laughs> Speaking of that, uh, it's not PlayStation, but we're giving an Xbox away on this channel. Mm. Yeah, you heard us right. We're giving an Xbox, brand new Xbox on this channel. How do you get all, it? Well, all they got to do is just click on that little red button that says subscribe. Click on that. Once we hit a thousand, I know we're a bit away from that, but tell your friends and your family and your other people that you play video games online. Word gets out real fast. We can get to a thousand real quick if you just start telling everybody about it. Just click on the subscribe button. Once we hit a thousand subscribers, we're going to randomly do a draw one day live, maybe on, on one of our podcasts slash YouTube videos, and you can win it and we'll ship it out to you. That's it. I mean, it doesn't get any easier than that to win a console, you know? And you're like, oh, I already have an Xbox. Well, guess what? I have two of them, one for the upstairs for the kitties and one for me down here. And if you got a family or even let's say you're by yourself, hey, that's the ultimate flex. You get to have two Xboxes in your house. So, you know, why not tell everybody about our channel let the channel grow here. We will love to work with everybody out there and grow together. And we'll bring in cool guests as we grow bigger. Why not? We'll go pluck some people, you know. And Alice is working uh, his, you know I what? you're going to say off the street. Let's pull some guy off the street. Hey, what game do <laughs> you like? You like Mario? He cool. likes uh, survival challenge games because he's outdoors. <laughs> he's, he's just trying to survive here, man. Oh, River City ran somebody. <laughs> uh, yeah, okay. So... Those are my things. I'm going to be setting all that up, playing Call of Duty for the next week. And next week, I'll talk a bit, uh, a bit about it, what I think of it. Uh, I've played a lot of COD before. I'm nowhere near some of these people that I see play. Like Justin, one of our you know uh, members at A&R here, he, I see he didn't play, and I'm just like, this guy's nuts, the stuff this guy's doing. And that's because of repetition. He's been playing COD over and over and over again. Uh I play a, very, a lot of games, so I'm not great at anything, but I'm not horrible at anything either. Uh, COD may be one of those horrible things, though, actually. Uh, but I play a lot of games, so I, I like to kind of go around and pick some games. I mean, I just play Gotham right now, and I'm on to Modern Warfare. I haven't even anywhere near finishing Gotham. I'll get to it. I'll circle back to it. Uh, it's on my Steam Deck, so whenever I'm on the go, I'll just play a little bit of it at a time. I'm, I think that Steam Deck is really cool, actually. You need to go buy one. Oh, man. I've got the other system coming, and I keep forgetting the name. Oh, like the, the knockoff? It's not a knock. Well, yeah, I yeah. guess you can <laughs> call that a knockoff. <laughs> <laughs> I guess uh, it's called uh, a, a, a Neo. Oh, no. Ayano. Ayano Air? Let me Ayano Air, I believe. It's... I never heard this up. Ayano. A-Y-A-N-E-O Air. So I went and purchased their top of the line one. Uh, it cost me fourteen hundred Canadian. First ultra thin OLED Windows handheld. Um, I I did see IGN uh, do a review on it, and this console is supposed to be better than the Steam Deck. The battery life is not as good as the Steam Deck; it's slightly lower than that, but it's thinner, more contoured to fit in your hand properly. It does have edge to edge almost bezel. Uh, in terms of, you know, getting this nice, beautiful screen. I went and got the top-of-the-line one. It did come with the... I, I also got the add-on package with batteries, 
whatever whole bunch of knickknacks it comes with. <clears throat> so I'm waiting for it. They said it's going to ship out end of this month. Um, I'm I'm really excited to see that and start playing that. That'll be fun. I'm not seeing like I'm looking at their Kickstarter. They raised a little under two million dollars. Yeah. I'm trying to see what the specs are, but I'm not getting an answer. They said um, our air expansion dock is scheduled to ship end of October, and we will send them back to you for free shipping with the docking station ready. So, yeah, September 30th. So <clears throat> they were delayed on shipping because in from October 1st to October 7th, they have a holiday in China. So they stopped all production and all shipping for that week mm -hmm. and i think they're just starting to kick back in now they're a little bit behind um once you know i'm hopefully get that package soon so i can check it out but they mm -hmm. only make a small amount of units per month so they yeah. make 25 units to 17 units to 23 units depending on the version you get so now can you connect it to your TV is the question. I don't I don't know, um I don't think why you could not. So I think if you could do that that'd be pretty sweet. I don't see a reason why you couldn't. Hmm. But yeah, it's an OLED Windows handheld. <clears throat> cool. Uh, one thing that we were, were trying to work on was trying to get Xbox Game Pass to work on Steam Pass. Oh, that wasn't working on the Steam Deck. Well, I had, I made some headway, and then you just went and destroyed it. Listen, you should be like, do this, and I did this, and it didn't work, and I was like, I don't know, bro. I don't know. Uh, yeah, you just totally destroyed everything that I pr progressed towards. Just, I have to start. start I have over. to start from all over again because. Oh no! Yeah. Oh no! Is right. <laughs> you know how long it took me to get to that level? Ugh. I gotta start from scratch, thanks to you. No help at all. Nope. Oh, so I was at GameStop the other day, and they were saying like, so I was saying like, hey, should I have like a birthday coupon or something like for this month? And like, oh, you get it on your birthday. Okay, fine. But I was looking at my account for GameStop, and I was able to see like my past purchases. Apparently, in 2016, I canceled an <laughs> order for a game for the Connect. And I was like, I don't even have a connect. <laughs> I don't remember ordering this. <laughs> oh my god, connect! Wow. But now uh, I want to get it. I want to play that game. I remember the hype behind that. Everyone was on board. Xbox sold it so good. Oh, you're gonna have augmented reality. You know, it's gonna be amazing. And I bought into it. I had a connect, and I did not use this thing at all complete garbage i remember going to someone's house and they had the eye toy for ps2 yeah yeah and that was cool i'm telling you right now man i have the the vr for playstation mm. it's not good not good the iron man game that i got i got for it, it was garbage what about what about that batman experience the batman experience which one they have a batman vr experience you can play yeah no no i'm not doing that no I, I also have the Star Wars game, whereas you could be the TIE Fighter. I think they have a Star Trek one as well. Can be I didn't even open that game. Oh. It's so sealed. <sighs> we should we should talk about the games I have not opened yet. <laughs> don't even get me started. Oh, I have I sealed buy games so many games two years ago. 
just don't have time. There's so many games come on and just, you know, you're just like this squirrel, squirrel. You know, like, I tell my I tell my girlfriend it's overwhelming. There's so much media that I just go back to things I already played. You know, you're absolutely right. It just, it's just crazy how much of things come at you. It's just like bombardment of things, and you're like, even if I pick three of them, the scale of some of these games are so big. I'm probably never going to finish this game unless I sit there and dedicate myself only to this one game. Yeah. And it's just not possible. Like, especially right now when we, when we're doing a show like this, um, we have to try different things all the time because we want to let people know about it so that they can maybe purchase it or not purchase it. Um, and it's just impossible, right? Gotham Knights. I don't know if I'm ever going to finish that game. By the time I probably get near finishing and Gotham Knights 2 will come out. Perfect right? timing. Gonna... <laughs> no rip where it ended. Yeah. And Call of, uh, Call of Duty. Every year there's a Call of Duty. Yeah, don't don't even bother. <laughs> like, I can't even become a Brigadier General in the online ranking system because but you need to play this game. Like, right now already, I guarantee that somebody's already a General in oh, Call yeah. of Duty. Because they what they did was they played like 30 hours straight with no sleep, nothing. Right? And there are hardcore gamers out there that will do this. It's absolute insanity, right? And they just pick that one game and they stick to it. That's it. Nothing else matters. I can't do that. I like variety. I like to play different games. I like to have fun. I like to escape in different worlds every week. I'm not a one-trick pony there. So I don't know. Like next month, there's a bunch of Black Fridays coming, right? Mm -hmm. And generally, that's the time where I bulk up on games because... Best Buy or Amazon or what other Walmart will have games down by $20, $30 sometimes, right? Physical games, uh, physical copies. And I like to hoard on EA sports games because I love sports games, right? Racing games. Those, what you like and how you like horror games and things like that in genre, sports games are that to me. Racing and sports games are that to me. I well, love that stuff. They, I think they make the FIFA games here in town because yep, yep. I've been I've been to their campus a few they times. They make NHL, yeah, and NHL. I see their soccer field out there. Yep. I wouldn't be surprised if that's like, hey, I'm a huge FIFA fan. Can I like go check out like your field? I mean, one day we uh, maybe I'm thinking in the summertime next year we could visit the EA studios. I know exactly where it is. I've been yeah. there. I drive by it. Yeah, the, for the longest time they did NHL there, um, and they also uh, did soccer. I don't know if soccer is still doing that. I think they moved it to Europe or Florida. They also have an office in Florida. Mm-hmm. So I think soccer is in Florida because they can invite them. It's sort of central for Asia and Europe and oh. also South America. So the athletes, they could just bring them to Florida. It's sort of their ground base there. But I don't know what, what, their, what their plans were after COVID. Uh, NHL, I know for a fact that they do it here exclusively. Because all the NHL, majority of the NHL players are in North America. So they just fly to Vancouver in the off season and do cover shots, whatever it is they want. But uh, yeah, we'll, we'll definitely see if we can go and do a tour of EA Sports. That'd be cool. Uh, yeah, that'd be awesome. But so yeah, I wait till November. And then in November, I get like six games. Like it's, like it's crazy, man. Like how many games are out there that are amazing. Right? So. I'm thinking about picking up another game today, um, Divinity 2. So if have you ever played Dungeons & Dragons before? I've heard of Divinity. Yeah, I've heard of it. So this is what I wish Dungeons & Dragons was. Okay. It, it's, I'm able to, like, 
when I played before on PS4 with my girlfriend, because you play split screen, which is really nice. She can be in combat on one side of town. And at the same time, I'm like talking to people and like solving a riddle. Mm-hmm. Like it's cool. You can do like you can do things together and then also do things separately and just move things along. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I, I think that's great. So I'm going to pick up for PC because playing split screen on the TV is not the easiest thing for that game because mm-hmm. it's a lot of text. So like, well, we'll just get both for PC. It's on sale. Interesting. Hmm. Yeah. What, what we let's you know talk about the two games that we yeah okay you go first I went last time first. okay um one of my favorite games is Heavy Rain hey I remember that game when it at first announced it when PlayStation announced it um I don't remember when they announced it but I remember playing it is it PlayStation exclusive I think it's on PC now but yeah but at the time it was a P, uh, PlayStation exclusive I remember game. that yeah um I really like that game. Because coming back, I, I guess two things. I, I like games. My favorite games are ones that give me emotional responses. And this is one of them. Because I cared so much about what was happening that I didn't want to fail. Mm-hmm. And it comes also to the horror aspect is the fear of failure. It's like the, like the worst thing that can happen is me messing up because there's a life at stake here. Mm-hmm. And it's not just like Call of Duty. Oh, that NPC died. I don't care. This one okay. is like, oh my gosh, I have to save my son. And I don't. <laughs> I'm I'm sort of my depth right now. <laughs> I, I I think it. I love that game so much because I I did everything I could to make it go perfect. Yeah, mm-hmm. I made mistakes. Yes, I did save the day, but the whole time I was so invested in what they were going through and how I can help them. And I, I think that game is fantastic. I know that they had a, a DLC, but there was supposed to be like a series of them for like another story, mm-hmm. but they only stopped at like chapter one for some reason or another. So, but at least the developer went on to make other games, which is pretty cool. But that's definitely one of my favorite. Okay. Uh, my turn. Hmm. One of my favorite games is probably NHL. And why I say this, because I played a lot of it. I played a specific year? uh, Specific year. I'm going to have to say 1998. Okay. Yeah, I want to say, sorry, 1996. 1996. I played that year because there was a lot of changes going on in my life in terms of my uh, my family and things were moving and there was a lot of things happening. So in 1996, I um, I bought that game and it was so cool. One of the coolest things about the game was the ability to develop and train, make your own team. You can make trades and bring players into your team and make your ultimate team, right? And I love that aspect of, hey, I get to be the GM, the owner of a team. Now I get to move things around and create the team that I want, my dream team. And so I spent countless hours trying to pick the right players. I somehow figured out the game where I could pick certain players 
And I know certain teams will pay a King's Ransom to get that player. And then I would take that King's Ransom and move it to other teams and get all the players I wanted onto my team. And all of a sudden, I have a stacked team, right? So I love that aspect. It's the trading part of it and movement part of it is what I liked more than, than the actual gameplay itself. It's just the fact that I could be the boss and develop and build something. I've always loved games like that where you take what you have and then do what you can to make it the ultimate at the end. That is the fun part of a game for me. I mean, that's why maybe I like racing games and sports games that allow you to do that because I love that dev- development type of game where you, you know you take a shitty car and you make enough raise enough money and experience points and then you can take that car and make it into a really good looking car, fast looking car, right? So I love that. So NHL. That's sick. Um <clears throat> my other pick, I guess, would be Oh, I had it and now I forgot it. Ah dun, dun, dun. Halo 3 ODST is one of my favorites. What? Um, I think it's the least favorite for a lot of people, isn't it? Yeah, but you know, a lot of people can be wrong. So, (laughs) I liked it because I I liked I liked the guns. I thought they were really cool. I like how you have night vision. I like how it was always raining. I like how you're in a city. I like how you're not superhuman. Hmm. Where Master Chief is like, oh, I got shot. Well, my shield will regenerate. With this, I got shot. I gotta find health like right now, or I'm not getting back up. All right, I, cool. I, I really like that game a lot. This soundtrack is top notch. Hmm. I'm not saying Halo soundtrack is garbage, but this one also stands on its own. I think, in fact, I think it stands alongside Fair Halo's enough. themes. Um, I just really liked it. it. It was a whole new direction. I was supposed to, I gotta finish the fight and send their nuke back. It's like, <laughs> hey, my ship crashed. I don't know where I am. I was knocked out for like eight hours. What do I do? Yeah, yeah. I love that. It's so cool. Um, yeah, I, I, I want to know more about the development of that game because it was supposed to be just an expansion. Mm-hmm. But then like, oh, we'll just make it a game. But it was like a half game because you can do it in like six hours, which is great. I think I think at least shooters like it should be eight hours max. Mm hmm. Like, if you're playing Gears of War, you should finish that in eight hours. Nothing more. Mm-hmm. If it's something, like, big, like Skyrim or Zelda, I get it if it's longer. But for shooters, yeah, like, eight hours, that's the cutoff. And I think this is perfect. You, six hours, perfect game. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, My second game, it's going to be very similar to my first game. It's another game that I've played pretty much every year since its inception it's fifa soccer mm. soccer is the most popular sport on earth every country plays soccer heck even the north pole and antarctica uh they all those players they play soccer everywhere soccer 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 well they call it football if to be correct soccer is a north american term but all over the world they call it football i love it I grew up with it as a kid. I've played it. I've coached it at high levels, not professional level, but high amateur levels. And 
I love everything about it because it's it's it takes NHL the hockey game and it multiplies it by 20 because now you're dealing with not 500 players but 5000 players right or 10000 players it's it's a world based game and what I loved about FIFA one of the things I loved about it it had club teams from nearly every part of the world north america south america europe asia oceanic they had teams that you could go and play countries you could go play around the world right and it was so cool you know i was able to play for fiji uh soccer team which is so weird and it's the smallest island one of the smallest islands in the pacific but i was able to play for that play that team that game and it was so cool like it's the, the amount of detail to get players' names at because I looked up the rosters that they're actually legitimate players. They're not just made up random names, right? It wasn't like seven Kumars in there, and you know, <laughs> there was actually real players from their roster from that year. So I really appreciated FIFA with the details they put into it to go and get the roster right, the jersey colors right, and over the years. The graphics only got better and better where when you're running on the pitch, the blade of grass has indents. And if you slide, it leaves that mark in the rest of the game until you finish the game. The feel goes from a perfectly cut grass field to a beat up, you know, pit by the time you're finished playing, which is realistic in real life uh, for certain stadiums, certain places. So it was cool to see that over the years, not only did they focus on developing the players' likeness, jersey colors, but they worked on stadium atmosphere and the field itself. And so now we're we're entering another era where they're saying now there's going to be proper shadowing. There's going to be um, the ball mechanic is changing, engineering. They're trying to get it more and more authentic. I don't know where they're going to stop, but I'm loving the direction they're going at. One of the things I do have a gripe with is they sometimes take a year off. They do this in the last 10 years. I've noticed sometimes they're like, yeah, we're just going to do a little tweaking here and there and not going to do much. And then throw it out there and say we did a whole lot. So you got to be careful as a consumer nowadays with EA games. And, and I don't say this as a, as a knock on them. Maybe that's their game plan. That's their business strategy. Not every year to do too much. But you shouldn't be charging us an arm or leg if you're just doing basic tweaks. If anything, it should be a subscription service at that point. I think I'll pay a subscription if I can constantly get the new FIFA updates. I'm wondering why EA hasn't decided to do that. Maybe it doesn't make enough money, or maybe they just don't want to deal with the subscription-based thing. But I always thought that if they went to subscription, you would have my income for the rest of life. Just so you can have FIFA. If they tell me, hey, $9.99 a month to play FIFA, and every month we'll add something, like we, you will add a soccer ball or a jersey that you can wear on your players, throw some things at me, and you have my money for the rest of life. It'll be automatically coming out of my account, and I don't even care about it. Mm-hmm. right? And I don't know why they haven't done that. You know, I'm glad you brought that up because I thought of this before. I'm like, man, they would make a killing. Look what Fortnite's well, you doing. You know what? You actually probably don't even have to because it's probably going to be on Game Pass. You already pay for Game Pass. You're going to get all the FIFAs. 
No, so I guess they didn't do it this year. They did it last year. They didn't do it this year. Hmm. But it is delayed though on Game Pass sometimes. It takes like four or five months before it comes on. I know Humble Bundle has a, their own like subscription service. Hmm. Um, speaking of FIFA, I think one of the last PS3 titles to come out was like Pro Evolution Soccer. Yes. They gave FIFA a run for their money. Yeah. Paz, they call it Paz. P-E-S, Pro Evolution Soccer. They were getting very close of knocking FIFA. Can you believe this? Like I when I heard about this Paz thing, I'm like, who are these wannabes? Get out of my way. FIFA all day long. Like Stop it, Konami. That was the, the company, Konami. I'm like, stop it, Konami. Just don't, don't even come here. And they got better. And they got better. And then I started hearing about it through the soccer communities. They're like, hey, have you played Paz? This is a pretty interesting game. They've taken, they don't have the licensing for the players, but they've got all the countries and all the clubs. You should check it out. And I was just like, nah, I'm in denial, right? At this point, I'm like, I'm a fanboy. That's a typical FIFA fanboy right there in denial, right? And I went and checked it out one day. It took me a while, but I checked it out. I'm like, not bad. It wasn't as good as FIFA, but they worked hard to get to a respectable level. And I think FIFA knew about that and were a little worried, and they started cranking up their, you know, then you started seeing FIFA develop every year, get better and better because they're like, whoa, whoa, we can't let Joe Schmo here come and try to cut our grass here. We need to get better, which is what you want. You want competition, right? You want, like, NHL doesn't have competition. It's by itself, right? And that's the problem with sports games is you can't have competition because the licensing can only go to one company. NBA. NFL, NHL, FIFA, they only give it to one company. They don't want two companies having their licensing. So competition is not existence. And that's why EA is in the sports game because they know they're the only competition. And the NBA did it at one point. I think they gave it to two companies, and it was NBA Live, and it was 2K, NBA 2K. And guess what happened when the competition had? NBA got, EA got killed. 2K actually is the king of basketball now. They even made a resurgent EA. They're like, we're going to give it a try again. We're going to knock these guys off the peg. And they couldn't do it. Hmm. So that's the one sport that EA does not have a foothold on. They got destroyed by 2K. Now, 2K, unbelievable. They're amazing. It's just, yeah, it's, it's strange how we don't have multiple companies making a sports game. I, I don't know why. Did you play that one NFL game they put out where there was like a story mode of like what your guy does in the off season? Yeah, they do that now for all. FIFA has it too oh, now. Yeah, okay. I was going to ask, like, how do you feel about them implementing that? Yeah, so FIFA has that where you're you start off as Joe Schmo, uh, and then you work the ranks. You play at the smaller clubs. You learn how to play the game. You get attributes, skill sets that you can add and get better and better. So every time you play a game, you get points. If you do certain things, you get points. But you score is, there, a goal, you get... is there still story beats? And yeah, so there's story beats. Like in the beginning of the game, you put on a suit. You, uh, you, you meet a, a girl who takes you to meet another friend, who takes you to meet another friend, and then you end up meeting a celebrity soccer player who then invites you to a game 
a big game in Paris and you have to go to the tailors to get a suit on because it's a big affair and you get to put a suit on. So you go to the tailor, get a suit and you go to the event. And in the event, there are bigger celebrities there, like David Beckham shows up. Um, you know, you, you meet some uh, racing uh, celebrities like uh, Hamilton from Formula One Racing. And it's a story mode. Yeah, you you know, you met the celebrities now, and now you have to get better and work your way up into these big leagues. Do, do you prefer that in your games, or do you want to just get into the action? I'm not a huge fan of this. this I, I, I see the... the the reason I see why people are attracted to this um, gameplay, and I don't mind it. I, I'll play it if I am bored. But my mean potatoes is I go to my favorite club or team, whatever you want to call it. I go there and I go, "How do I make this club better?" I'm all about the manager mode, and mm-hmm. I right away I go into the manager. I'll play the game. I play the play the actual game. I won't just let it just go on simulation. Uh, which, by the way, EA did the dirty there they snuck in the simulation mode to take away the pie from team manager because oh. team manager was all simulation based right there was strategies implemented in simulation you don't get to play the game you just put everything in place trade all the players whatever is tactics and you press play and then the game will simulate and then at the end it'll tell you the score and then you you know go on to the next game you know so what these guys did was EA never had that option they did a simulation mode because they wanted to take away from people from there to here, right? And I think they did that because team managers suffered for a while in sales. But now I think they're back stronger than ever uh, because a lot of people don't like the difficulties and the, the amount of stuff that FIFA and EA throw at you. So they, they, they just want a simple, simplistic game that they can play on their portable devices as well. It's an app now. And that's where they got a resurgence because now you can play it on the go anywhere before you had to play on your consoles, right? So now with phones having these apps, team managers become really popular because you said you can sit at work and just press the sim mode and your team is playing and you just go back to work, right? And then when the game's over, you just look at it, okay, okay, this guy got this goal, this guy got hurt. How do I make the team better the next game around? So, I mean, you can't really do that with FIFA nowadays unless you have xbox game pass or you have the steam deck right mm-hmm. i think that's the next biggest thing for ea is how do i how do we get these big titles to be compatible with iphones and android phones where people can play them on the go just click the app i think phones have come a long way in terms of graphical standpoint like they have some they're portable but the graphics are not that good it's all it's that processing power. Well, phones aren't really game devices, right? Unless you buy the Razer phone, <clears throat> the flip. Uh, no, no, oh. no, not that Razer. Uh, <laughs> Motorola, baby. Yeah, <laughs> um, yeah. So FIFA and NHL for me are my games. I know they're both similar, but hey, you love these games. Why not? Next week I'll have two more, two interesting ones. I um, always I- have. I have always more than two but i want to limit it to two right i do have a question for the week this week now because mm. i had one for you last week this week is is there a game that you played but you cannot find again because you're just like i don't know what it was called i don't know where to get it oh man i wish you had told me <clears throat> the beginning of the, the episode so i could think of it over hmm i don't know 
How about you? Do you have? I remember as a kid when I lived up north, um, it was common for us in the early 2000s to go to like one of like three websites to play games. Hmm. Those websites do not exist anymore. Um, <laughs> but they had one game where you were a wizard on a board, like just a grid. And you would have certain spells and you would do an attack and it does like certain like, oh, if you do this spell, it takes up like two two squares forward or this spell oh, it does like a little circle, things like that. Yeah, on the grid. And you had different types of enemies that can do different things. I don't know the name of it. I don't. Uh, it's. I just want to play that game again. <laughs> But it's been like, what, 20 years at this point? Wow. Well, okay, I have something similar to that to answer your question. Um, that game will never exist, I think, ever in any, because it was on a floppy disk drive. Oh. Okay. This game is 25 years, I want to say. No, 30 years old. Okay. Yeah. 30 years ago, we used to have floppy disk drives. For you young people out there. <laughs> If you don't know what the heck I'm talking about, they're about the this big. Well, no, they were the bigger ones. Those oh, are the those ones. They're the hard. You're talking about the hard disk drive. Yeah, those are the ones I grew up with. No, 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 no. I grew up with the ones even before that. Damn. So Laser they're disc. about they're about a book size, a standard book size, and they're floppy. They were oh. not as hard, so hence the name floppy disk drive, right? And you'd put it in a computer, an old computer that was a giant box. Uh, you some of them, if you're old enough, uh, sorry, rich enough, you would have color screens. If you're not, you don't have the money, then it would be in a green with the black background, mm-hmm. right? So, this was a golf game. And what made this golf game great was the announcers, they were so condescending and sarcastic. Really? They were just assholes, <laughs> they were That's total funny. assholes. They didn't give a shit about you, they, they reveled in your mistakes. <laughs> and it was okay. like, let's say you. You you know like you shank a shot and they'll be like you can't be too happy about that one Jim <laughs> it's like you bastard you're supposed to support me on my mistake they're just like wow yeah and then if you miss they're like uh, and if you miss and you like get it into the the trees or something they'll be like well it looks like you hit the tree real hard <laughs> like, they were just destroyed, and it was so funny because you wanted to punch their heads in. It just, they were just assholes, right? So it, it motivated you to do really good because <laughs> when you do good, they don't say anything good. <laughs> <laughs> They're like, oh, it looks like you got it in the hole. Okay, good for him. <laughs> good jerk. I know. This game is, a, I forgot the name. I'm like, you're such assholes. Like, who does that? It's a game. Like, That's you're funny. supposed to be supportive. <laughs> But yeah, it was one of those games that just you just couldn't stop playing it because you want to stick it to the announcers, right? Like, who would have thought the game's concept is to stick it to the announcers? But yeah, it was cool. Cool golf game. I can't remember the name. If I could, I would definitely go back and play it. But 30 plus years. Damn. That's how go. I enjoyed it, though. I, I, think it's even... more like, I think it's more likely we'll find yours because you have a physical copy. Mine was a browser game. <laughs> yeah. Physical copy. Can you imagine finding floppy disk drive games? I. Where can we even start to look? eBay. Oh man, they cost probably a fortune now. Um, depends on who's wanting them though. If no one really wants to buy them, they'll probably be cheap. Do you know what's funny? I don't know if I mentioned this to you, but VHS tapes have skyrocketed in prices. Really? I have a couple. I have Judge Dread, Power Rangers, 
the X-Men cartoon. I think it's about it. Oh, the X-Men cartoon is probably worth a lot of penny. I don't have all of it, though. So I I used to. Oh, no, I saw a bunch like down the street. I sent you a picture of that one day. Yeah, 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 yeah. I should have bought it. I'm dumb. You should you should just grabbed them. So I didn't realize this. So one day I'm browsing eBay and I just typed in VHS tapes because somebody was telling me like, like, hey, VHS types are going up in price. I'm like, get out of here. I want to pay a dollar for that crap. Right. And so I'm like, okay, I'll see what this is all about. If there's actual truth to this. And do you remember the uh, Disney games? Uh, sorry, Disney movies where they give you the cl- the plastic cover, the clamshell yeah, cover. Yeah, the clam. Yeah. Yeah. So I remember having Aladdin, Beauty and the Beast, um, Snow White, Mermaid, Little Mermaid. I remember having a few of them. Aladdin, I remember for sure. I had and Beauty and the Beast. I remember having those two. They're going for at that time. This was a couple of years I checked. A thousand dollars, probably like prime condition though. Well, no, there were just people in their closets dusting it out and putting it on eBay. Thousand oh dollars US per tape, not the whole collection. But the thing tape. is, are they're printing them up for that? Are people buying them for that much? Oh yeah, people were buying it. Wonder why? I don't know. It's just <clears throat> the vault, I guess, was closed, and they want to have a physical copy of it. It's probably on Disney Plus. Yeah, but people don't <laughs> want to pay the membership continuously. You'd rather spend a grand? Well, if you think about it, you're going to spend a grand in two, three years. Cool. I also have the whole Disney catalog as opposed to one tape. Some people don't want, they want to. No, no, I bet, I bet a lot of these people just have these old VHS stuff. They don't want to get into the new future tech. Oh. They just have this and they're like, nope, screw it. I'm not going into the DVD world anymore. Done. <laughs> I wonder what was like the last movie they put out on tape then. But nostalgia is very powerful too. I mean, think about it. Look, look at behind me. I, I'm nostalgic. That's why I have this new collection. Well, yeah, but like I said, like I had nostalgia for a 10 year old game. In my mind, this was like the masterpiece of games. I played it. I was like, huh. You know, <laughs> when you told me sleeping, that I could have told you it was not even a masterpiece game at the time. <laughs> well, I love that game. I think it, it's a lot of fun. I just remember it visually looking a lot better. <laughs> yeah, no, I hear you. Like I watched Uncharted cutscenes on YouTube, and I'm like, it looked a whole lot better than this cutscene. <laughs> but he was uh, less boxy. <laughs> oh, that, that's why it's cool that they're doing the the remakes for like Resident Evil, Silent Hill, whatever franchise. They're doing they're a remake for Witcher, right? Witcher one. Witcher one. Oh, okay, okay. Why? Um, I think it. The, I think it was developer that wrote this. It's like, hey, Witcher 1, that was a solid game. But we think it would also benefit from us remaking it. You know, I don't, know. I don't blame them. I don't play any of those games. They're too big. Like, the I used to play Zelda. Hard. Like, I used to play Zelda, but I jumped off that ship. Mm. I, I can't. I don't have the time. There, there was a moment in my life where I had to stop hoarding games. It's still there right now. I'm still hoarding games and not playing them and not realizing that. So somewhere along the lines, reality hit me. Well, it hasn't hit me. Sorry. I don't have a whole lot of time in life. I don't no. mean like my death. I meant <laughs> I meant in a daily, daily format. I thought, and I'm so oblivious to this, I always thought, think 20 years ago I, I think i still have that luxury of time to myself and I, I still haven't come to grips yet that 
I do not have that time. There's still a part of me saying, yeah, you do. Go buy that game. Yeah, you do. Don't worry about it. Get a couple of them. And I've been still doing it. Uh, and it's slowly starting to hit me now that, dude, you probably only get an hour to yourself in a day. So, I, think, I think it's a lot of that fear of missing out. Absolutely. Absolutely. You, you hit the nail right on the head. I don't want to miss out on big games. Modern Warfare, I'm in. Gotham Knights, I'm in. How much I will play? Don't know. Probably not. <laughs> yeah, I have no idea. So, yeah, I mean, that's why the having the Steam Deck is cool because I can, I play, can play those games. I can play those games, yeah. Yeah, sweet. All right, uh, is there anything else you want to talk? No, that was my question of the week for you. All right, next week I should do a question for you. Should I do one right now? Go for it. Okay. Of okay, I know you don't like this genre, or maybe you do. I don't know. Of all the sports games out there, all of them, which one would you at least try to play? Let's say we had to make you play one of those sports games. Of the big ones, I would yeah. probably play a racing game. Okay. Not specifically like Forza. I would have Grand, to go and look and see Grand which Trismo. one's for me. I'd, I'd have, to, I have to go and look to see. The, the big three are Forza, Gran Turismo, and Project Cars. So Project Cars came out of nowhere and kicked both of them in the teeth. Oh, uh, you know what? I take that back. I'd play a skateboarding game. Tony Hawk? Um, Either that, like skate or something, or if I want to go snowboarding, like SSX Tricky. Okay. Uh, I, I think extreme, extreme sports, yeah, yeah. I think that, I, like, it'd be cheating because I know that there was a paintball game, but I didn't mention that. <laughs> okay, so fair enough. So I think I think a skateboarding game, because like, yeah, I I like the like going back to like um, Sleeping Dogs. I like the racing in that game. It's a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. When you crash your car, you don't fly out of it like you do in GTA all the time. <laughs> like you can actually stay on your bike and hit things. It's, it's fantastic. <laughs> um, they should make a, a redub version of that for you, huh? 4K quality. Man, you'd lose your mind. <laughs> but yeah, I, I think a skateboarding game because those are just cool. It, it's something you could relax to. I think it's like, oh, I'm just going to skate around, do a little trick. Cool, cool, cool. What is our background this week? Uh, okay, I totally forgot that we we're going to talk about Gotham Knights. <laughs> and I put up uh, a clip from the Batman game for the Nintendo Entertainment System. Because I remember as a kid, I think actually we didn't even play it on Nintendo. I think we played it like on Sega. I went to a cousin's house as a kid and he had a Batman game. And I, I think about it a lot recently for some reason. And so I was like, oh, I'm just going to put that up for this week. I think it's fitting. I think that's cool. It, it worked goes out. With our, it goes with our color palette. Yeah. Right? I think it's cool. I, I love this little thing that we do it every week where we change it up. So, yeah, keep yeah. on doing it. Next week, it's going to be that game I couldn't find with the wizard. <laughs> it's going to be amazing. I want the sound bites from the golf uh, commentators. <laughs> Just throwing a fireball on misses. Well, hmm. <laughs> looks like he hit a tree, Jim. <laughs> There's another one. He, he said, you can't be too happy about that one. 
<laughs> oh my god, man, I hated that game and I loved it too at the same time. I want to find out who did the voices. They're probably dead by now. Probably a <laughs> like developer. 30 years ago, they sounded like they're in the 50s anyways. <laughs> they're probably like in their 80s now. Oh, man. <laughs> they got paid like 10 bucks to do the voiceovers. <laughs> that was the highlight of their career. <laughs> All right. Speaking of highlights, um, yeah, this show was a highlight. I thought it was really good this week. It was fantastic. We went off on a tangent, which is great. Uh, if you enjoyed our show, please show us some support, show us some love. Let everybody out there know that there's a new gaming channel in the town. We're ready to rock. Uh, we want to do all kinds of cool things. Let us know. You see the at ANR Universe. Go hit up us on Twitter. So with the ANR Universe, our Instagram is for the main channel ANR, but uh, you can hit us up on ANR Twitter where both AGR and ANR live. Eventually, we'll have our Instagram for AGR. And when we do, we'll let everybody know. But for now, even if you have a question, if let's say you don't have Twitter and you have a question for us, shoot us up on ANR. Say, hey, listen, um, this is an AGR question. Uh, I will let you know if you guys want to do et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. If you are watching this and you want to sponsor us, let us know. We're up for all kinds of cool things. Mm-hmm. Um, anything else you want to say, Alex, before we sign off? <clears throat> um. No, I think that's it for now. Until next week. Yes, I will be playing Modern Warfare and let you guys know all about it. I will not be playing the game I've been waiting so long for. (laughs) Alice will play a mystery game and let us know. I'll figure something out. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Good night, everybody. Or good morning or wherever it is in your time zone. Bye-bye.